Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Yeah, well, Queen's Fat Bottom Girls has been dropped by Universal Music. This is from their greatest hits compilation for younger listeners. And why? Because they're concerned it's too raunchy and it's in praise of dirty ladies with fuller figures. Uh, 1800 453 Are you offended by that? Like, are you offended by the song? I know you only played a short bit of it there, but is it an offensive song? Orla's on the line. Orla, are you offended? Not a bit. The reason I text in was just to say it's this fat talk, fat shaming. Um, there's too many young kids out there who eat well and might have a crap metabolism, whatever, and we're demonising them because they might have a bit of a bum or a bit of a tum, you know. So, no, I'm not offended, but um, I do think it's ridiculous. So it's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, if we were to pinpoint everything from 40 or 50 years ago and how it fits with the mindset of today, like we'd be just cancelling so much and we have to have our memories. And they weren't sung in a bad way. Completely different there was time. No bad, inten- no bad intention meant. And the fact that we're making something of it is making something of it, which means that to be anyway overweight, there's something wrong with it as well. It's just bringing up the fat subject again. And there are a lot of young girls out there <clears throat> who deem themselves to be fat who are not because of all the very slim girls. And we need to just let it be. Do you think you know, this I've actually fat makes. Since I'm three, I think. And you're not, not not in any way offended? I wish I didn't have it, but no, I'm not offended by others talking about it because it is what it is. And because it is what it is, leave us alone. I think leave it's, us alone. yeah, I, I have to agree with you. And you know, Orla, what, stru- what struck me this morning, actually, when I, we were, were talking about this, you know, like when you think about today's standards and the lens in which we look at everything through, I would have thought a song about fat-bottomed girls and fuller bodies, I actually Should thought that would, would have been a good thing. Yeah. Sure, surely that's yeah, body yeah. empowerment and body positivity. But look at her body and look at how fabulous she looks in those fabulous clothes, the larger lady. Oh my God. You know, you'd have her any day. You see, I could be bold then and say, I'd rather be looking at that than skin and bone. Better to say, there you are than where are you? Well, it's it's. I've never heard that before, actually, Orla. But it's really? it's no, it's it's funny when you talk about Lizzo because I was at her gig in uh, was it in March? I was at it whenever she was here in Ireland this year. Yeah, uh, it's the first time I've ever been to see any of her gigs. And look, I'm separating that now from the context of the stories that you know uh, that are out there at the moment. But I had no idea that she was going to spend so much of the night chatting about bo- body positivity and um, you know embracing your body, like irrespective of what size you are. And I. And I actually thought, like, it was a good thing. You know, like, she really just opened the conversation. I had never watched any other artist ever do that before in terms of the gigs I'd ever been at. And I was, you know, I was really, like, surprised by it. But I thought it was a good thing. So when I heard this news today about uh, Queen and Fat Bottoms Girls, I thought to myself, sure, that's the total opposite. The total opposite of what we're normally talking about. And to promote body empowerment. They would whether I'd shake their hands or pick their backsides, I don't know. But seriously, some people and some of the decisions that are made, it's look, the world has gone ridiculous, but people are letting it. What about you, Mary you know? Jane? Are you offended? Um, no, I'm not at all. I think, look, and I am a fat bottom girl, um, 
Now, I think they're kind of coming at it at the angle that they're, that they're that the women are supposed to be promiscuous as well. I think that was kind of the angle as well that they were coming at. But anyway, look, if you look, that was made in 1978, which was before I was born, um, right? And like kids, I, I, and I think they're kind of, they're like, oh, we have to save the kids or whatever. Like kids are, like I was going around singing and I was saying this to the producer this morning when he rang, I was, I was going around singing Madonna's Like a Prayer, which is actually a very sexual song it's about our sex um as a seven-year-old I didn't know you know what I was singing yeah and I would I still would I still roll down the window and blast it out now knowing what yeah yes I would yeah um and like look if you look at like since since 1978 when that song was released right um there have been so many other songs like there's that one I like big butts and I cannot lie there was the Cisco Tong song there was Bootylicious by Destiny's Child, which, by the way, got the word bootylicious put in to the um, dictionary, the Oxford English Dictionary, I think in 2007. So I think, you know, it was of the time. It's not, I don't I, I don't know anybody that's, that would be offended by the song. Um, it, it wasn't kind of meant to be um, disparaging towards bigger body types or anything like that. And I think like people like they're saying, oh, you know, these songs now are not of the time or whatever. Like if you're listening to Cardi B or any of those other singers, uh, like some of the level of explicit lyrics and stuff in those songs to me would be kind of maybe a bit more mm. concerning than somebody singing about, you know, someone with a, you know, voluptuous behind like. Um, so I, I think, you know, and I, I think the word fat has been demonized um by people who who use it who weaponize it i mean like i am fat i'm overweight i'm you know i've got a curvy body whatever you want to say i have no issue and like somebody telling me that i'm fat doesn't change the fact to me does it hurt me no and i know that some people are a bit more sensitive about it yeah and yes we need to be more caring about you know how we're talking to people or about people but certainly not a song that's you know been sung and it's you know like look at like what are we going to start you know there should if they're going to start pulling songs off then they should be pulling songs off that are talking about abusing and murdering and demonizing women like talking about somebody that has a a bum that they think and you know I think the song was written by Brian May and Freddie Mercury and it was kind of just that he was a skinny guy and he kind of liked more voluptuous people yeah that's like actually he, that's he, one he of the lyrics the isn't it that's one of the that's... yeah but that that's it and, and 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 look if he was writing it today as a gay man he would have been able to say that he likes fat bottom guys you know what i mean this is where you know he had to say fat bottom girls because it was the 70s and whatever and yeah. you, you know it, it was for a different thing so i think it was you know his preference was you know a curvaceous body type and and that's why I think sometimes, you know, I'd never be offended if somebody, um, if I was on the market and someone said to me, oh, you know, you're too big for me or whatever, because you're allowed to have a preference. Like, that's not fat phobia. That's a, a preference. Some people like women with bigger boobs. Some people like more athletic body types. You can't be offended by okay. somebody's preference. Would you agree with... The, would, not, no, go on ahead. As long as they're not like saying, oh, you're ugly, you're fat, you know, and just being like that for the sake of it. But like, you know, I would have no problem if I were, if I, and look, I, you know, I had it 
back when I was dating, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't like bigger girls or I don't like blondes or I don't like brunettes or whatever. I would never. Now, I know some people would find that offensive mm. and, and that's OK. But you too, don't. But and that's on a, fair enough. On yeah. a personal level. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, what? you know, it's a preference. What, what, what? I, I, I don't particularly like real thin men or, you know. So like that, that's okay. That's okay. okay yeah. Say. No, no. Fair. No. Fair. Fair point. What about you, Chris? Are you offended by the song "Fat Bottomed Girls"? No, definitely not. I mean, it's a song of its time, but also I think that this is a whole thing um, created by the record company. Now, this, if you're p- picking the hits of Queen, I mean that's subjective, anyhow. And um, they did never. They never had to mention the fact that they weren't going to put it put it on on the record because there's enough there's enough other songs out there to make up a record. So this basically is the record company trying to trying to create some controversy in regards to uh, selling the records. Mm. Well, the, the one thing for sure anyway, I mean, the song Fat Bottom Girls, now that we're tell, telling people today that the younger generation won't be able to access it, um, you can be sure well, downloads are okay. going to skyrocket. Definitely. But I mean, you've got to also remember when that, when that song was written. I mean, at the time, you, you had the fashion industry t- tell, telling everybody that um, the only way a woman could be w- was, was to be a twig. And this this was Queen actually fighting yeah. back and saying what what we men of that age actually yeah. appreciated point, more, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, but look d- at look at the number look at the number one woman for for the twentieth century was Marilyn Monroe. Oh, she she wasn't a small lady, right? You Do know, you, it is, it is a, it is yeah. The no, the curvaceous. I, I think they were. Fun. Yes, it, it was. I mean, they, they were they were fighting back from from people yeah. that are sick. So that, the meaning was like, yeah, that so, were sixteen and eight, size sixteen and size eighteen and size twenty. Do you, you know um, I mean? really? Do do you do do you think that it's just like I mean, we're completely shielding children now. Like, is that you know, has it just gone too far, Chris? Oh, definitely. Definitely, because I mean, how how are the how are the kids supposed supposed to become critical thinkers if we're not actually oh, giving them no the, full, the, 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 the full information? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, they're going to have their preferences, but I mean, the other side of it is, weight should never come into it. You know, I mean, you know, we're we're trying to teach our kids that um that to get on with people. I know, I know, if when you first start dating, it's all visual and everything, but it shouldn't be one size fits all. You know, I mean, we should be teaching the kids what? that variety is the spice of life. What about you, Danny? Do you agree? Do you agree yeah, with yeah, Chris I, on this? I, I, absolutely. I mean, the, the the world the world has gone mad. You know, it is. I, I, I suppose what I would have thought of straight away, and Chris kind of beat me to it there by saying this, it's a very cynical uh, in its way of, I, I assume, just to promote whatever uh, compilation they're promoting and whatnot, to release stories like this. And it gets done eh, all the time. But like you have to think about when this song was written, it was 78 or 79. 78, and, I think, yeah. Yeah, when I, was, when I was 10 years old in 1993, um, the equivalent to that song then in 1978-79 was pre-World War Two, you know, where you probably couldn't even mention a bottom, you know. And, and, and you know, the times move on, but it's very important for my kids now who range between seven, there's four of them between seven and 13. And I'm constantly trying to educate them in the music of yesterday. Okay. And 
So you'd have no, you'd have no, you'd have no issue, Danny, with your children then, because they're the prime age of the kids that won't be able to listen to this now. You'd have no no, issue with them. No, not a bit of it. No, I mean, I love it when something like, um, like Elton and Elton John song comes on a movie like Sing, you know, and my son's favorite song is I'm Still Standing, you know, and then if he wanted to go and investigate the rest of Elton John's back catalogue, which I'm sure has some raunchy, some, you know, taboo subjects in some of them, like uh, Fat Bottom Girls, is, is it's a joyful, joyous song, you know, and to be trying to censor that is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. To be quite honest, like, I mean, to be, it'd be more in, you know, censorship's line to be looking at the more modern aspect of children's uh, entertainment, YouTubers and selling things to kids like the prime is a fantastic example you know um like the selling drinks that are absolutely no good for children to them and i i'm very aware of the very fact of me mentioning it now at the moment is probably you know is probably promoting it but like my kids sit down and watch youtube and we have to mm. call what they watch and the length of time they watch it because but true, we're, as Chris as Chris said, Danny, we're 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 over we're we're shielding them from everything. Like we're near, we must be. Should we have to be wrapping them up in cotton wool now all the time? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I suppose um, it's what was it nineteen seventy eight? Like forty plus years ago, forty five years ago. You know, um, that song was, and and it still stands the test of time today, as does all of Queen's music. Like I used to listen to songs from the sixties when I was a kid because my father had a huge record collection. One of those songs was Golden Brown, um, which I believe is about heroin, you know? And and God, I, I used to be singing it away, one of your earlier mm. callers that there. I used to be singing it away at the top of my voice. And when when I was talking to somebody in your team earlier on, I was talking about um the song Kiss from a Rose by Seal. And yeah. um like if you listen to that song now, I don't know whether it is or where it isn't about drugs. You listen to the song, listen to the words of the song, it probably is about drugs. You know, and you could certainly make it sound like it was. But if, if you, you could do that, but yeah, you could do. No, no, I take your point. If your seven-year-old came into the kitchen this evening singing "Fat-bottomed girls," you're not going to stop I them. I would much prefer them come in singing "Fat-bottomed girls" or anything by Queen, anything by the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, whatever it was, anything by them, whatever the content. I would much prefer them come in singing that than singing "Crazy Frog." Or, or you know, the witch doctor, or anything like yeah. that. You know, well, I, I ju- it's it's yeah. sure it's just it's gone absolutely ridiculous. Like that, we have to we have to rewrite absolutely everything. Like to Chris's point about critical thinking, there's no critical thinking in college. So we're even censoring now nearly what you're going to learn at an academic level if we don't like, you know, certain um, back additional readings or certain books and stories. Sure, everything everything's going to be censored. Like eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Um, I want to know who is offended. If you're offended, if you find Queen's fat-bottomed girls offensive, I want to chat to you on the programme today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about Queen's fat-bottomed girls song. It's been cut from their greatest hits to appease the younger audience. Robert is with us on the line. Robert, is it an offensive song? Uh, not, not at all. Not at all, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I, I've listened to a couple of your contributors there earlier on, and they made the point that that these songs were written at a, at a different time. They were written, you know, for for the population. Now, and, and, and there's no there's no harm in the younger generation not liking that song. But there's there's a thing on the radio called a skip button, 
And if you don't like that song, you can go to the next one, or, or you can turn it off. Or, you know, but to eradicate these songs and to, and to, to pull them out of libraries, um, it, 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 it sort of reminds me, I'm an American, as you might, might have guessed by the accent, but I'm living in Ireland for over 30 years. Okay. And it, it, it reminds me of when they were ripping down Confederate um, statues in, in, the, in the southern part of America because people found it offensive you know, that the Confederate fought against the, the North you know, in the Confederate War. And we all agree with that the outcome of the war was proper, but at the same time, why is there a need to eradicate the history? Um, I'm a singer myself, and I, I sing a lot of songs. And as I was, I was as I was listening to your program, I was thinking John Prine is, a, is an artist who I've recorded some of his his songs over the last number of years. And if you went back and you studied some of John Prine's songs, you'd never play them on radio again, because deep inside of these songs, there's some you know there's even anti-Semitic messages buried in them. Okay. And, and, and I actually recorded a couple of them, would you believe? And it was only years later that I, I, I listened when back. When you realized, yeah. I, yeah. And, and, and if you listen to a lot of artists down through the years, like, like, there's a guy out at the minute, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, there's a guy called uh, Anthony Oliver, or Oliver Anthony, sorry. His no. name. He's got a, he's got a global hit on his hands. He's, this thing, this thing has, has gotten over 30 million views on YouTube at the minute. And it's called Richmond, uh, North of Richmond. And it's basically, it's, it's battling back against the political class in America who, who are basically telling people what to do and what, you know, it's, 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 it's it w- the song wouldn't be for everybody, but it's, but it's, it's, it's connected in a nerve. But if you take that song, and, and, and for instance, there, there's a line in that song, which is, is very well correlated with what you're talking about today, because in the song, he says he's sick and tired of people who are five foot, foot three, weighing 300 pounds, you know, uh, expecting the government to pay for their fudge rounds. Now, that is a very that is a very significant uh, and to some people mm. a very offensive phrase. So what we're talking about today and well, we're talking look, about something from forty five years ago, Robert. <laughs> Do you know we're talking about a song from forty five years ago, and we're asking should we shield it from a younger audience? And uh, you know, are people offended by it? I mean, like I just think it's become an absolutely ridiculous at this stage the way we have to rewrite everything. Um, Betty Marie is on the line too. Betty Marie, do you agree with Robert? Um, yes, I agree with Robert and a lot of the previous people. I am said fat bottom girl and have been all my life. Um, no matter what my, my weight, as Oprah Winfrey once said, you can't choose who your parents are. So my build is my build. And I remember discovering fat bottom girls in the early 80s and going, thank you. At least there's something for me out there at a time when everybody had to have broad shoulders and boy, boyish hips. So I don't, and I don't think that's changed in this day and age. I think there's still a lot of kids out there that feel exactly like I do 50 years later. And I think they should have an anthem. And that is what it was to me. It was an yeah. absolute anthem. So it's not it was like a validation it's... of my, of my size. And I think with everything, it's, it's very contradictory at the moment because on the one side, we've got this, this evolution of drag and everything where, where body consciousness is absolutely celebrated no matter what you look like. Mm. And on the other side, we, we're, we're, a, we're a kitty patrol. Yeah, like it's, I mean, I, I, I was just making the point earlier today, like this isn't the first time we've had a conversation like this. There's been others in the context of books and, you know, we were going to, we were doing child-friendly versions of different authors, bestsellers. And I mean, like, what, where are we going to be in 10 years' time? I, I do think, I think also not only where we're going to be, I do think parents need to stand up for the kids and for the freedom of speech and expression and more. I think parents are as much of a problem at the moment, whether it be discipline or just 
I think we've all become so engrossed in our, and I'm going to sound really old now, but in our mobile phones and stuff that we forget engagement. Well, it was interesting to hear Robert a little earlier, actually, who was with us. He said he's a parent of four children between seven and 13. And I mean, he was making the point before the break. He's no issue at all with his kids coming into the kitchen and singing uh, Fat Bottomed Girls. What about you, Alan? Are you offended by it? A bit of good bit of crack, isn't it? That people get so offended by stuff. But I think can we do a little experiment? Um, which our other caller there just just to clarify something right. So the lyrics to that song, the Queen song, right, starts off, Are you gonna take me home tonight? Or down beside the red firelight? Are you gonna let it all hang out? Fat bottom girls, you make the rock and world go round, right? That's the open to that song. I don't see anything offensive in there, right? But if you look at our Cardi B song that went to number one in the Billboard chart. The first line starts with a lady of the night with a W word in this house. There are some W's in this house. There are some W's in this house. I said certified freak. Seven days a week, wet, backside, female genitalia, made that pull out game week. Now, all in the all in all in the opening all in the opening verse. Opening verse. Now, and parents are people giving out about someone mentioned the word fat bottom girls compared to the other vile stuff that she sings about. And she went to number one the Billboard chart. Mm. See, people really, and we, we find, we get to, we, we have this conversation at Christmas when baby, baby, that's right, yeah, that's right, yeah, that's right, yeah, the conversation again, because I, I would suggest that people actually read the lyrics of some of these songs. Okay, that Harry B song, right, you won't hear those lyrics, the full lyrics on radio. No, not during, children yeah. Access, children have access to Spotify. Children have access to YouTube where they will hear the, the full lyrics. Yeah. So this work, and your, your previous caller mentioned it, about critical thinking. There is no critical thinking anymore. You either do this, as the, the legal establishment wants you to do, or you're this type of person. Seriously, people just need to grow up. Music is about expressing yourself. I prefer her to listen to an artist, and he might have a swear word in there, because he, that's how he's written the song, or she's written the song. And that's what we should listen to, and that's what mm. we should celebrate. The talent that they have to do this. Would you, would you agree with that, Faulkner? Would you agree with Alan? You can hear me okay, Faulkner, you can. No, I'll come back to Faulkner's. Will there, Will, can you hear me all right? Hi, how are you? Good. Are you um, offended by fat-bottomed girls? Absolutely not. I should clarify for anyone just tuning in, I mean the song, but (laughs) Queen's song, but you're not offended by it. Yeah, we'll talk about the song. I had a good good laugh actually with Ross when he called me earlier this morning. And uh, it's wokeism taken to a new element, really, and that song was actually written celebrating full-figured women, you know, in rock and roll. If, if the woke person that made this decision uh, listened to it properly, he'd understand it was a celebration of that. Um, and like particularly, we're, so we're constantly talking about, you know, body empowerment and body positivity. So it, it, I would have thought this song, of all songs nearly, is the, is the prime example of that. I actually can't believe that they're talking about... Um, removing it from the, the listenership for the younger audience. I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. And in fact, I was actually driving down to, to Mugbridge and Wexford today with a, a little driving buddy who was seven. And this is the man who loves his rap music. Now, he's got all the moves down and the lyrics and everything. Vile lyrics, actually, is, is laughable. But mm. that's a genre of music that these woke people should look at because the N-word is dropped all the time. Mm. Um, and they're all allowed to get away with that. 
And yes, a song about fat bums really is what it is. Well, um, funny you mention how, this. How does that offend people, you know, young people? And I asked this little man. He said, he said, no. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, it's, um, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. I heard um, Eminem's The Real Slim Shady come on the other day. I was driving the car and I found myself singing along to it because I remember from being a teenager knowing every single word to the song. And I thought to myself, I'm surprised this song is even played now. You know, that it's not one that would have been cancelled or censored before Fat Bottomed Girls. Yeah, there's there's an awful lot of there's a, there's a lot of other things they can go focus on if, if you know want to talk about offending people. No young person today is going to be offended by the words "fat bottom." You know, Lizzo is a great example for what she's doing for full figured women. You know, she she wouldn't be offended, I'm sure. No, well, I yeah, no, I know the different stories. Yeah, I know what you mean though. And I, like, and I would have thought totally that this is the prime example of um, the body empowerment and body positivity movement, and particularly in in the context of Lizzo, you know, and and everything that uh, that she talks about when she's on stage performing. But so it's remarkable. I'm yet to chat to somebody today who is offended though. Uh, it seems all of the list, all of our listeners anyway, don't seem to be remotely offended by it. Lunchtime live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.